This is The Runwave, candid chats with real runners about topics that affect the running community. This show is sponsored by Midstrike Magazine, the first diverse digital running magazine. Use code The Runwave to save 20% off your magazine subscription. Visit midstrikemagazine.com for more details. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Runway Podcast. I am your host, Kim. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome to the show. If you are a return listener, welcome back to the show. I truly appreciate you tuning in week after week to the show. On today's episode, I am chatting with Brandy Talamoni, also known as Brandy the Runner on Instagram. I wanted to have her on the show because she is just so funny online. She is so upbeat and body conscious and shows such body positivity online. So I'm glad that you'll get to learn a little bit more about her. And we're talking body shaming in the running community, which she knows a lot about, a lot of us know a lot about. So I'm so happy to have her on and let's get into the chat. Please welcome Brandy to the Runway podcast, also known as Brandy the Runner on Instagram. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am doing well. I'm so happy to finally get a chance to talk to you. I've been following you online, laughing at your videos, (laughs) saying, what is she thinking running in the snow? I know. (laughs) What's that was craziness. I would never do that again. (laughs) You're just like overall so entertaining. And when I wake up in the morning and I see your, well, now you move, we'll get into that later. So I don't get your early morning post. I get in the (laughs) afternoon, but (laughs) (laughs) right. Everyone's like, I don't see it till the afternoon now. I'm like, I know I'm sorry. (laughs) Three hours behind. We got to adjust. Come on Instagram at noon to get your morning. brand Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me a little bit about you. Where are you from? I am from North Carolina, so I'm from a little small town called Snow Camp. It's in between Chapel Hill and Greensboro, just country, cows, you name it. That's where I'm from. (laughs) Snow Camp. Yeah. Wow. So you grew up with the farm life. Yeah, farm life. um, You know, my high school, we had a tractor day. Like, that's how... Where everybody drove their tractors to school and everything like that. It's yeah. So so it's country country. Yeah. Like hay bales on the side of a roll tipping cows country. Yeah. Like my husband laughs every single time. He's like, I can't believe you grew up here. Like, yeah, this is is where I'm from. Like, (laughs) so you finished high school and everything there. Yeah, I finished high school there. And then immediately after high school, my mom had passed away when I was 18. Mm. So I joined the Marine Corps. And then I kind of just left the small town. Life. Uh, mm-hmm. First place I was at was Okinawa, Japan. And wow. then yeah, and then I got stationed in Camp Lejeune. That's where I met my husband. And then a year later, after coming back from Okinawa, we went right back to Okinawa as a family. And I had both my kids there. And then we went to Chicago, which is where we were running in the snow. And now we're in California. 
Well, what made you want to join the military? I didn't want to go to college, but I also didn't want to stay in my hometown. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I was that. like, I was like, this is probably the best option for me. And I just joined it and I'm glad I did. I mean, I've gotten to see some pretty cool places that I don't think I would have ever explored. So, And what branch of the military were you in? I was in the Marine Corps. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> right. We went crazy. We went full out crazy. <laughs> what? Because everyone, you know, thinks about the military. They, they, they just think that you're, you know, they're shooting, but there's like different jobs within the yeah, military. So, you know, like whenever you go to boot camp and stuff like that, like you learn how to fight and stuff like that. And you learn shooting. But my job was actually just a uh, warehouseman. So supply. Yeah, just a so basic. You got up job. every day and you went to work and you were yeah. in the military, but you had like a job. Yeah, like just a normal job. And even now, it's the same for my husband. He wakes up every day, he goes and works out, and then he goes to his job and he comes home. And a lot of people don't know that. I mean, I didn't know that until I interviewed someone else that was in the military that there are actually jobs within the military. And I met a, yeah. a recruiter recently, and that's her job. She goes out, you know, and recruits people to join the military. But I think that's very interesting that everyone is not going to war or, you know, yeah, that's what, on like, reserve. That's, like, that's what my mom had thought. She was like, oh, my God, are you going to war? I was like, no, there's like actual <laughs> jobs within the military like I'm actually so you know like they're stationed in different places they're like and you know you like rank up like you get promoted in the military and stuff like that so if like a unit doesn't need you anymore you go to a new unit that might need you and you're still doing your job and you're just growing as you go and they have courses that teach you how to get better in your job Mm-hmm. So um, this was always curious to me, but what's your ethnic background? Because I was speaking to one of my friends about y'all. I was like, she looks like she might be have a little black in her, but I'm not sure. But <laughs> what is your background? I, I, I am this forever. I am black and I am white. That's right. <laughs> yes, I actually found out last summer. I took a DNA test. I didn't know my father growing up, so mm-hmm. and my mom was kind of like secretive about it. You know, like I think she just was embarrassed. Like, she was a single mom. She didn't want to like put it out there, but mm-hmm. um, she never really told me. And then I was like, "Well, I'm just going to take a DNA test to find out." And mm-hmm. it came out black and white. I was like, "Well, we knew." I mean. <laughs> I mean, there's no way you couldn't tell, but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Wow. So your father, he, <laughs> is he from the same town that you grew up in? Um, you, you never found out? Never found out. So just kind of, that's kind of a mystery. <laughs> you know, when you take, I haven't taken one. I want to, but I kind of don't want to give them my DNA. To <laughs> <on> file. <laughs> but you know, when you take those tests, there's like connections and you can connect to other, other family members if they authorize it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so far I've connected with like cousins on my father's side, but I haven't mm-hmm. like connected to him yet. You yeah. know, cause it, like when they see me pop up, they're like, who's your dad? And I'm like, well, I guess we're fine out together. Like, <laughs> cause I don't know either. <laughs> what was so. that like growing up for you? Like, what was the, the ethnic makeup of the town you were from? Uh, mostly, mostly white. I grew up with my white side and um, so my family, we lived on like one big old property. So mm-hmm. we had my grandparents' house in the front, my uncle's house was in the front, and then my mom and I stayed out back in the trailer. And my uncle was like kind of like the closest thing to a dad to me. 
So Mm -hmm. he would go to all my band stuff, all my track stuff. If my mom had to work late, you know, he made sure like I was taken care of basically. And yeah, just kind of grew up with my cousins near me. And I mean, me and my cousins were all like pretty like tight. So, Mm -hmm. so Uh you said, um, when did you leave the military? I know you said you had your children overseas or are you still in the military? No, I'm out the military. I left the military in 2015. Uh, We had decided because especially with the military, you know, you never know if somebody's going to deploy or not like that. And Mm -hmm. we wanted one parent to kind of be that stableness for the kids. So, well, kid at the time. But so he I was like, well, it makes better sense for you to stay in because, you know, you're more you're more athletic. I'm not. (laughs) Yes, you are. (laughs) Now you are. Now I am. But I was like, you're more athletic. You know, I just, I don't want to, I like my body cannot handle. And I'm glad I did because my body probably couldn't handle the military, like as demanding as it is and trying to take care of the kids. So I got out in 2015 and I'm happy with that decision. (laughs) How did you and your husband meet? How does that we work? Were, is there like a Facebook for military and y'all on there and you're like, oh, we cute. Let the, me hit her up. <laughs> we were actually in the same unit. Oh. We were in the same unit. Um, as soon as I moved there, we had met and we became friends and then it just kind of clicked and we're like, oh yeah, we like each other and we're living in the barracks. So that's kind of like, you know, you have your room, he has his room. And then I was like, okay, well, we're over barracks life. Let's get married. And <laughs> like, now, what's the barracks? Is that like apartments? You're not out in a like, tent somewhere. Like, what is that? Yeah, it's kind of like an apartment, but not as nice as an apartment. Like you at least have a bathroom, a sink and a closet and a bed, but you don't have like a kitchen in your barracks room at least mine never did but Mm -hmm. but it's just like the bare minimum because when you're a single like I guess somebody that's single in the military you have a thing called the chow hall which is where you eat at so Mm -hmm. you wouldn't need like a kitchen and stuff like that because you have the chow hall for your Mm -hmm. foods so yeah (laughs) do they allow like sleepovers no (laughs) people stuck around that we stuck around (laughs) i'm gonna get him in trouble i'm just kidding (laughs) so that's how the magic happened so you had your kids overseas yeah both of them yes and do you have them like so the military the base is considered like u.s like a u.s yeah it's considered u.s soil so they're u.s citizens and everything they just have a different type of birth certificate so they have like a birth abroad type Mm -hmm. birth certificate so Mm -hmm. it's pretty cool (laughs) so when did you get into this thing that we love called recreational running after my daughter after my daughter um I was like you know what I want to work out but when we were living overseas we didn't have a gym that had child care and the mommy rooms only had like 10 pound dumbbells and I was like, well, I need something, you know, I want to move. I don't want to just be cooped up in the house. So I bought this like cheap little like stroller. It was $99. It was the worst thing ever. It would shake. It, 
I mean, I would be pushing her and it would shake. Mm-hmm. And I just started running from there. And I was like, okay, well, I can bring her along with me. I can give her like a fan and I can just go and die out on these hills. I mean, we all know if you follow me, you know, I don't like no hills. So. Me either. Me either. <laughs> right? You know how it is. Mm-hmm. So I just started pushing her on and then like eventually I bought me a nicer shoulder because I was like okay well it seems like I'm enjoying this I might as well invest in this Mm so I started pushing her and then I went on to train for a marathon unfortunately I didn't finish that first marathon so that was a big bummer for me but uh that same year I got pregnant with my son about a double shoulder and I went on to train for a marathon in 2019 and I finished. So now I don't know how you push those strollers around. Cause that's like an extra <laughs> what 30 pounds per kid plus the stroller. Yeah. Like that's a lot of extra yeah. weight. You have to yeah. be strong to do that. Yeah. I don't know how I do it. <laughs> and you still do it now, right? I still do it now. Time to time. Um, my son's big now, so it's a little bit, you know, I don't want to push myself up a hill, much less my kid up the hill. So mm-hmm. I try to avoid it. You know, like I'd be like, okay, you got to get out. Cause mommy's not pushing you and the shoulder up the hill. So. Mm-hmm. So how old are your kids now? So I have one that's six and one that will be four this year. Okay, so two toddlers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how do you balance it all? Like running, having a family, having two little ones running around? It's it's hard. Um, I think I just try to find like windows of opportunity. Um, like in Illinois, I had a treadmill, so it was a lot easier to be able to get my runs in because I was able to just be like, okay, mommy's going to run. Y'all just play here. I sold my treadmill before we left. So now it's like, okay, when will my husband be home? Or, okay, one kid's in school. I'm just going to push this other kid for now. Or even like today, I was like, I'm going to do hill repeats. My kid can be at the top of the hill and I'll just run up and down the hill. As long as I can see him, he's fine. And he plays in the dirt and he's happy. He plays like dinosaurs and dirt and rocks. And, you know, I just, it's just trying to find like, okay. Hey, there's this window of opportunity. I, I can get like a quick little mile in or, Hey, I can get like a whole hour run in today. So I'm going to go do that. And you know, as single folks or like parents who aren't like the primary caregiver, like they, they don't understand like the struggle of a, a mother, Yeah, <laughs> you know, to, to get it in where you can fit it in. Cause you, you know, you, when you have a little window, you have to take that window and yeah. you know, do what you can when you can. So Kudos yeah. to you and all the mothers out there that are making it happen in the home and also <laughs> getting it in outside when we have to get it in, right? Yeah. Doing it whenever we can. <laughs> so you mentioned Illinois. I knew you were somewhere cold. I didn't know exactly where, but I remember all of those pictures of you in Ooh. shorts in the <laughs> snow. I'm like, does she really run in the snow with these shorts on? Yeah, some of them I did, some of them I didn't. It just depends. It depended on the wind chill. If there was no wind chill, I could do it. If there was a wind chill, oh no, no child. It gets cold <laughs> in Illinois. Wait, how far were you like from Chicago? I was about 45 minutes from oh, Chicago. So pretty close. Okay. Yeah. So it got we got those negative tips. 
I ain't never felt it. nothing like that. I had never, I mean, I'm from North Carolina, but you know, like the South. So like mm-hmm. there, my uncle would be texting me. He was like, how is it up there? Like I'm cold. <laughs> like, I ain't never. It's not hot. It's winter in Illinois. Yeah. Correct. He yeah. down there at North, I mean, you know, North Carolina bipolar weather, like mm-hmm. 71 day, 30 the next. He's like, oh, it's 70 degrees to get. I, we'll send it up here. I'm cold. <laughs> Listen, I, I've only been there once for Chicago Marathon. And that's like what? I think it was September when I did it. It's October now, but I think it was September. But when they say like Chicago is the windy city, like they're not lying. They're and I can't even imagine how cold it is when you factored the snow and the wind. Into yeah. It. And then like, it was crazy because like it was snow and then it'd be like a couple more days and then more snow would come. And then you just got snow like pot. Like it's not like the South where it's like, okay, the snow melts like the mm-hmm. next day. Like it was like snow, so, so, so. And they're trying to like pack it down and then more snow would come. I, I, I was so sick. <laughs> so you're happy to have moved away from Illinois. Yeah, like my husband was like, what if they he was like, what if they send us to like North Carolina? I was like, it's out of Illinois. Like, I don't think you understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I want out of here. <laughs> so you don't get to pick where you go. The military just sends you where sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. It's kind of needs of the military. So if they mm-hmm. need someone here, they're gonna send you there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my husband was like, hey, we got the opportunity to go to California. I was like, take it. <laughs> like, now, what part of California are you in now? We are in Oceanside area. Mm-hmm. So it's about it's about an hour up from San Diego. Okay. I've been to San Diego. Yeah. I didn't I didn't love it. <laughs> they had a fair there though. You have to go to the San Diego State. I'll fair. check it out. <laughs> oh my God. The food was so good. I'll have to check it out. See, I don't really go to San Diego all that much, but my friends down there. So every once in a while I'll meet up with her. But for the most part, I stay up here. I mean, it's very quiet in the area that we're at. Mm-hmm. So but we're kind of more on like the big base. Mm-hmm. Cause they have like multiple ones, but we're on the bigger base. So it's very quiet. I like it. I do mm-hmm. miss living in Illinois and like everything being so close. Like mm-hmm. we live right behind target over there and I miss that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I miss that a lot, but uh, overall, we li- now. yeah, I'd be like, oh, here we go. <laughs> like, not no quick little walk no more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, hopefully it's not like LA with that traffic they have down there. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, we've hit some traffic, but not like, not like that. Like, mm-hmm. I've been able to, like, zipper through, you know, make my mm-hmm. way through. Mm-hmm. I think the only time there's really bad traffic is if somebody wrecks, but. Mm-hmm. So how's the running there compared to what it was like in Illinois? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, we have a trail right outside um, our little neighborhood. I go on all the time. Um, I have a track really close by to me that I go to all the time. I love it. Um, and then now I hike more. Mm. So I go, I try to meet up with people. I try to go for hikes. So I'll be like, Oh, Hey, let's go check out this trail. And me and a friend will go check it out. I did one a couple weeks ago down in San Diego. It kicked my butt. I mean, it was a big old uphill. I mean, Mm -hmm. and we, like I said, I don't like no hills. 
but the views are beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, it's funny. Like, it's like, I, I don't like hills at all, but I'll take all the pictures at the top. Like, geez, mm-hmm. I mean, even though I know I was playing the whole entire time, like, oh, no. I'm the same way. I am the same. I like it flat and straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, the downhill's nice. And everybody's like, oh, and I'm like, oh, no, I love this. I can go now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So have you, is there like a running community there? There is. I just haven't really went out I'm I'm very shy when it, mm-hmm. I know right I'm very shy <laughs> right I'm very shy when it comes to meeting people so I haven't really like went to like meet some of the run community so I like I'm in the groups but I just don't you know I'm just a lurker like hello <laughs> <laughs> I'm here but not quite <laughs> yeah like I might come I'm just looking at the pictures mm-hmm. <laughs> Might need to see if I need to add this, but for the most part, for most of my like routes, I just use like the all trails app and I'll read reviews on that. See if it's on base or off base. Cause there's a lot of trails on base that I didn't even realize were here. So I'm like, Oh, okay. And I have never even heard of that app. All trails. Yeah. All trails. And they'll tell you like what type of like terrain it is. If it's like a, moderate easy hard uh i i use it some in illinois and that's how i was able to start kind of stepping into trail running because they mm-hmm. had some like areas that i didn't even know existed i'm like oh this is here like mm-hmm. okay <laughs> i need to look into that not like i like running trails anyway but <laughs> it's nice to switch it up every once and again you know every get once something a, yeah. different in and like people share photos, so you're able to see like what type of terrain it is, mm-hmm. if it's pavement, if it's soft, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I really like it. So that's how what I find of- my areas. <laughs> I see. What kind of sneakers are you running in at the moment? Right now, I run in all different types, but uh I'd say Hoka Clifton's are the ones I wear probably the most. <laughs> you know, a lot of people are saying those Hoka's now, and I that I would I still haven't tried them because they were so hideous like when they first came out they were like the they were so ugly <laughs> even I mean I called them chunky boys but I was like oh they are ugly <laughs> they were hideous and one of my friends started running in them she's like look at these they're not bad I'm like yeah they're okay they're not as ugly as they used to be but <laughs> they still look I mean some of them I'm like who made this <laughs> are they comfortable though like I hear oh my they're God. like clouds yes. like you're running on but, clouds so you know they have like different levels of cushion but I would say the Clifton's are in that middle where it's not too much but it's not as much as like one of their Bondi ones which is really chunky really mm-hmm. I don't like a heavy shoe I like a kind of lightweight shoe so Me I like too. the Clifton's Me too. that's yeah so that's why I like the Clifton's they're about probably about eight ounces maybe at the max probably like 7.8 but they're I mean they just really give me really good support for my knees I got some mm-hmm. weak knees I mean I ain't got the knees mm-hmm. I had in my early 20s I don't know how I was pop walking dropping it whenever I was in middle school because ain't no way ain't no way <laughs> but, listen we get older and things don't work how they used to work back it, in the day so <laughs> So I, you know, I really like them. They're so comfortable. I mean, 
they give me really good support and I wear them on the trails too and they still do really good so they are probably my favorite (laughs) and are you training for anything at the moment Right now, I'm kind of in like an in-between window before I start half marathon training. I'm planning to do Carl's Bad Half. And then my ultimate goal is to run 30 miles for my 30th birthday in May. (laughs) Girl, you are brave. But you've done ultras before, though. (laughs) Yeah, I've done one. I did one last year for Marine Corps. The whole thing got like canceled. So I did a Marine Corps uh, ultra marathon. I did all three of them, the 10 K marathon and the, uh, 50 K all within that month. It was crazy. Wow. I would never do that again, but <laughs> yeah, like marathon <laughs> is like my least favorite distance. I only do it to get the majors and I still haven't gotten all the majors. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do the majors one day. I can't ever get into any of them. I try, I like, I put my name in, I can't ever get in. I'm like, y'all just don't want it to happen. All right. <laughs> Girl, listen, it was before everyone started running the majors, it was like easier to get in. And that's when like I should have I locked some down. But I like I said I have time. But no, now not everybody like, doing them. Everybody's doing them and you just can't get in anymore. Like Yeah, like I I mean the whole time we were at Chicago, all three years, I put my name in, never got accepted. I was like, I live right down the road. Come you on. What? <laughs> I, my friend was the same way and he finally got in this year. And I said, you only got in because no one wants to do it. But yeah. Chicago was the marathon that like took everybody. They yeah. took everybody. Like I, I couldn't understand. I, I can't even take you. <laughs> I just never get the look. <laughs> well, maybe so, now that you moved, you apply with the that, California address and they'll probably that's take you there. That's what's going to happen. You're going to see a post. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like, guess what, guys? I'm going to back to Chicago. <laughs> yeah, but well, it's did, coming up this weekend, too. Yeah, Not this weekend. I did get the, two or three weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. I did get to volunteer for that one. It's really cool. I mean, mm-hmm. they, it's a great race. I mean, all the Chicago races are pretty good. So, <laughs> And it's, it's mostly flat, too. So you'll love it. Yeah. I know there's that hill at the end, but, you know. <laughs> I don't like no listen. I've seen way worse. <laughs> Chicago was like a cakewalk compared to some of these other races. <laughs> Climbing well, let's get in. I want to get into the reason why I wanted to have you on the show because mm-hmm. you know, when I look at your feed, I just see someone that is so self-confident, so body positive, and just has it all together up here because that, it takes like you I mentally mean, have to have it together. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you say so. You know, I want to talk about body shaming in the running community. Oh yeah. Now, I saw a recent post that you put up. I think it was last week actually. And this post was from September 23rd, 2015. And the location says Okinawa, Japan. So you're in Japan yep. then. And you said, I'll never embrace these stretch marks. Ugh, it sucks. When you already have negative body image problems. Yeah, I know I created a human. I've heard it all before. But again, not something I embrace. Yeah. Now, how did you get from that post in 2015 to now? It's so crazy. Like, I was sitting there thinking, like, how did this happen? I think a lot of it was 
you know, I started changing who I was around Mm because at the time, like the people that I was around were people that, you know, they were just like, I got to be a certain size or I got to look a certain way or, oh my God, my stretch mark. You get what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be around that. And I don't want people that are around me to think like there's something wrong with their body too. So I started changing who I was around and I started doing things that made me feel good. And for me, that's lifting, that's running. And I guess eventually it just kind of went away. Like it was like, oh, I don't care about my stretch marks. They're not what people see when they see me, mm-hmm. you know, like it's a stretch mark. I've had them since I was like eight, like who cares? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think for me, Most it was just have kinda, them. Yeah. So I think for me, it was kind of like changing who I was around, like, okay, I don't want to be around people that are so negative about themselves. And I also need to learn to love myself more. And I'm not going to get anywhere in my journey if I'm always constantly hating myself. So, you know, like every morning I would wake up, I'd be like, I always compliment myself with five things in the morning. I find something to love about myself. I'm like, what do I love about myself today? And I think with that, I started loving myself more. And it was becoming less of me nitpicking myself. It was, oh, I love myself. I'm a great person. If people can't see me for my personality and they only see my body, then they don't know me. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just kind of like, you know, you got to tell yourself, what do I love about myself? What are my strengths? Oh, mm-hmm. I did this the other day. Is someone going to be looking at my stretch marks when I deadlifted 200 pounds? No. They're going to see that I deadlifted 200 pounds. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of like, who cares? My husband doesn't care. He's like, you you gave me kids. <laughs> Hello. So, <laughs> right? <laughs> but when you first started running, did other people have a negative perception of your body type? I felt like sometimes it was like, it kind of felt like, oh, she's bigger. She's going to be slower, um, you know, and, but with all the negative, there was also positive. Mm-hmm. There was people that are like, oh my God, you're the same size as me. You're running too. If you can run, I can run too. So I, it was always like, okay, I'm going to focus more on the positive people, the people that, you know, they're like, okay, hey, she's doing it. Why not me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but I definitely was around some people that did make me feel a little weird. Like, if you know me, I like to eat when I run. I mean, about every 30 minutes. Okay. <laughs> and it, I, I would sometimes feel self-conscious because, you know, like an hour into like a long run, I'm needing to eat. And my friends are like, oh, I don't need to eat. And I'm like, well, I got to eat. Like, I can't be. Everybody to has eat. to eat when you run. You need fuel to run. Like, that's yeah. reality. And luckily, like I started meeting other runner friends that were like, oh, you're stopping to run to eat? Okay, we're going to eat too. Like, and we'd be sitting out there. I mean, in Japan, we're eating like these rice balls. And I mean, it was good. Like, mm-hmm. but I did feel like at first, like, oh my gosh, like, why am I around these people that don't like to eat? And I need this. Like, I need energy. And, I, you know, because at first, like when I started running, it was like, oh, I just want to lose weight. I just want to be a certain size. Now I'm like, 
okay, I just want to run because it makes me feel good and I got goals I want to do. If I lose weight along the way, okay. If not, okay. Like, hey, I'm still out here doing the work. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think a lot of the problem is, is that this like skinny body Mm -hmm. image, especially in running, is constantly shoved down our throat. That like some people don't know that someone that looks like, because most of us don't look like that, right? (laughs) We're all not like up and down 90 pounds. And then, you know, like, especially when you're around people who are the image and, you know, like you try to be very supportive, but sometimes that takes a tear on your mental health as well. When they're so negative about their body and they're like, Oh, I'm Mm -hmm. so fat. And they have abs or they just have the the other side of it. Cause you can be skinny and have a negative perception perception of your body as well. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I want to be a person that loves my body throughout the whole journey. So if I'm this size now, Hey, I love my body. If I lose weight and I'm a smaller size, hey, I still love my body. I think it's very important that whoever you are, you love your body and you look at it as, hey, this body does these things. My body has done this. My body has done this instead of I got to look like this girl on Runner's World, you know? Mm-hmm. So we ain't even going to talk about Runner's World. So I, gotta, I know. Still got a bonus with <laughs> them, but I, me too. They're, I mean, they're always pushing like the weight loss too. Like every article that pops up for me is just about weight loss or getting abs while running. And it's like, no, if we're being technical, abs are made in the kitchen, but all right. <laughs> yeah, I think that they just have, they're, they're all over the place. Whoever is running that, Mac, it's, it's the staff. Whoever is putting the content out there are the yeah. ones that this, these are their thoughts and it's because they don't have other people in the room. They don't have people that look like us, you know, mm-hmm. they're saying that this, this is not the type of content that we should be putting out. And it's crazy. Cause you see like on the comments or when people share these posts, they're like, Oh, here they are doing this again. When are we going to get something else? But then when they do share someone like us or someone bigger, their comments are positive. Thank you for showing a runner that looks like me. And you would think, as a magazine that they would look at it and be like, Hey, you know what? We need to change direction. Mm-hmm. Cause they don't think that that will sell, but if they look at what's going on in the world today, that is what sells. Yeah. And it's just like, it's not like I'm asking every single magazine or every single article to share a bigger runner. I'm just saying there doesn't always have to be this running for weight loss story. Why can't we run because it makes us feel good? Why can't we just be runners because, hey, you know what? I have this size body, but I'm still doing it. Mm-hmm. Just like everybody else. I'm still training just like everybody else. I may not be as fast as them, but that's fine. I'm still out here. Mm-hmm. So it, it's hard. That, I hate that fast thing. Like fast is relative. Yeah. Like fast is like Kipchoge is fast. <laughs> yeah. You know, these guys like, out here running like, like seven, Corps, eight minute miles, they're not yeah, winning like, any money. <laughs> right? Like in the Marine Corps, I used to run like eight minute miles. And now mm-hmm. I'm over here like, hey, I might have got an 11 minute mile. And I'm like, whoo, child, look at me. Look at me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's an Olympic race for me. I mean. <laughs> yeah, I hate that when people talk about being fast and this person is slow and like. Yeah. None of y'all are winning money. None of y'all are making money at this. Like, yeah, 
this is for fun you know yeah and that's where i think we're losing it like social media has like us our brains like warped into something that it shouldn't be or you know like a lot of people you know they'll be like oh i ran this at an easy pace and it's their easy pace is still close to their race pace and i'm like they're like bro that's not an easy pace (laughs) that's not an easy pace for you like i see it you know, like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not trying to judge, but I'm just saying, like, if your your regular pace and your race pace are the same, uh, come on. But yeah, I, I like the, those type of people are looking for that gratification. Like, they want that praise from other people. And, like, that's the other yeah. side. That's you why know? I deleted Strava, you know. That's mm-hmm. part of the reason why I deleted Strava is because I was running way too fast for what my body needs, especially running with a shoulder. My body wasn't recovering the right way. Mm-hmm. And I, I just felt this sense of pressure. Like, well, people are going to make fun of me if I'm not putting up these impressive numbers. And mm-hmm. so I deleted it. And ever since I did that, I was like, huh, look at that. I feel better because mm-hmm. I'm running for me, not for them. Yeah. Like, I know I'm not, I'm not going to be on no podium. Like, that's fine. I don't need to be on no podium. Like, <laughs> as long as I get my medal at the end, I'm fine. Okay. Right. <laughs> Just give me my metal, give me my cookie, give me my chocolate milk, and we're calling it a day, okay? <laughs> and you're getting the same medal as me. You paid the same race registration fee as me. Mm-hmm. So exactly. Yeah. It's just it's just crazy, you know. And I you know India, uh Miles from India. Mm-hmm. She um she was talking about how, like, you know, especially with social media, people don't like to share that, you know, running's not always glamorous. Mm-hmm. You know, we got those hard runs and I'm glad like she shared like that. Cause it's true. Like you see a lot of people like, I'm so happy. I was like, no, it's okay to have a crappy run. Like it's okay. Like, you know what? <laughs> I think those posts where we complain about the run, like those are the posts that get the most action. <laughs> those hey, are the ones what? because like people are like, like, I can relate to that. Like every- yeah, when I, I have a great run when I'm not running. That's my good run, right? <laughs> I posted something the other week. I was like, man, this run sucks. And let me tell you, did it It just popped off. Like, those are the posts. Like, those are the relatable posts. Like, people don't want to see these cookie cutter, like, mm-hmm. selfies. I hate selfies. I hate <laughs> selfies. Okay, like, selfies are the bane of my existence. And I, like, sometimes I'll forget my tripod. I'll be like, damn. And, you know, like. I'm trying to do like the MySpace angles, but I ain't done MySpace. the arm in the picture. Like you don't got to post every run, bro. Just skip this one. Let this yeah. one go. <laughs> Look, sometimes I just do a reel. I'd be like, you know what? It's it's a real day. It's a real day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, speaking of reels, I have another quote from you. Okay. Every time a reel of mine gets traction, I already mentally prepare myself for trolls. Most make mm-hmm. fun of my face. Most make fun of my size and make fun of my body. Others mm-hmm. say they can't tell if I'm a man or not because I have pigment pigmentation above my lip. Yep. How do you Every deal time. with these people? I, honestly, somebody messaged me after I posted that and they were like, hey, did you know you can filter out comments? You can. Um, so I started filtering out the comments. But most of the time, I will say anytime a real gets traction, if somebody's body shaming me or making fun of me, there's like 20 people that I don't even know jumping down their throat. 
Like, well, who are you? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't got to do nothing if I don't, you know, because like, I'm not confrontational. I mean, I may talk a big game, but I'm not confrontational at all. Mm-hmm. So when somebody raises something like that, I'm like, oh my God, what do I do? But then somebody's already getting on the deal. Well, who are you? Mm-hmm. Well, Mr. Pri- private profile. Like, what are you doing? Definition of a troll, right? Yeah. Like, How does that like make you feel? Does it like, does it hurt a little bit? It does. Um, I had someone comment. I, it was whenever I made like that race sign one where mm-hmm. I was talking about like race signs you see on like a, a race and everything. And someone's mm-hmm. like, you're too fat to be running half marathons. And in my mind, I'm like, well, if I don't do anything, y'all get mad. If I do something, y'all get mad. So there's no pleasing anybody. So just mm-hmm. let me be. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why, like, people just go and just crap on other people's days. Like, it's never made any sense to me. It's it's something wrong with them. Yeah. And, like, you know, when those comments get to me, sometimes, like, if I'm having, like, a day, because it's not always every day where I love myself. There's days where I'm just like, ah. And then somebody makes a comment like that. It's like man, like that really cut deep. And sometimes I cry. I'm not going to lie. It hurts. But then I'm like, no, screw that. You don't know me. Go away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I often wonder how like celebrities that have millions of followers, like deal with those kind of comments. Do, are they, co- do they cut the notifications off? Like, yeah. And they're like, you can be strong, but like no one is that strong. Like no. at some point like, it, just, it gets to you. Yeah. And, you know, I had a real go like crazy viral before it got 11 million views. And I was like, whoa, this is this is crazy. Like my little small town country, but getting all these views, I know something ain't right. Mm -hmm. And it stressed me out so bad that I was like, I'm about to delete my social media because there's like, how do celebrities do this? And I mean, we're talking these celebrities are getting this every single day. I. I don't know how they do it. I think but a lot of them was, don't run their social media. That's it has to be because I don't. Ha- there's no way. There's no way. They must not be on it. <laughs> and people don't think about like, especially like runners, like everyone is not strong. Like you control the wrong person and it can lead yeah. down a path. Or like, that- for example, um Boston Marathon you remember whenever they came out with like the virtual option mm-hmm. for this year oh my god the comments under that post were so ugly people were just so well I deserved my spot blah 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 and I'm like it's a it's a virtual race there's no race this year but spot <laughs> virtual race like oh I earned this medal or I earned this jacket and people are like it's gonna be weird to see people walking around with the 2021 Boston Marathon jacket and I'm like y'all are so like the Boston snobs are the worst the Boston (laughs) Marathon snobs (laughs) oh my god they are just like they're on another level and I'm just and I'm reading these comments and these are people that have messaged me like, oh my God, your story inspires me. And I'm like, you're, you're commenting stuff like this. And I'm supposed to feel like I inspire people like you know, you gonna make fun of me if I'm, I, I should have signed up for the race just to make everybody mad. Went and hiked the 26 miles. 
mm-hmm. just earn a medal. Like it was crazy. It's just, I just wish people were kinder and thought about their words. Yeah. Especially when they like voice their frustrations. It's like, come on. Mm-hmm. Does it mean, look, I want to thank you because seeing what you post inspires me. Yeah. And, you know, like I have like limits of what I'm going to post, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like if I'm on vacation, I'll post them in my bathing suit or whatever. But like just some things that I don't post because I don't want like the feedback. I don't want the, the attention from men, yeah. I don't want women on their BS because oh you know, women, women are like the worst critics ever. They are. They are. And then they and like, then they're turn around and be like, self-love. And I'm like. What? You're criticizing and now you're talking about that. So like, you know, I commend uh, you for putting yourself out there and having, you know, the confidence to do so because I'm confident, but there's just some things that I won't do, but I like yeah. that you do it. <laughs> you know, I live vicariously through you. And I think other people are probably like that as well. You know, yeah. so I know like, especially like with brand applications ambassador applications come out they're like I don't got the confidence but you should do it and I'm like oh no 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 like I'm not doing that like mm-hmm. you should do it because it's for you not for me like mm-hmm. you know and I just hope like you know for me whenever I created my page back in 2017 I was like I just want a page where people feel like they're safe and it's like hey there's this girl and she just runs and she likes to run Mm-hmm. And she's got the thick thighs, so she knows about the shorts that don't roll up. She knows about the shaping. You know, I might share some bras here and there because, I mean, fun goes support a bra is hard these days. I mean, whew, without spinning an arm and a leg. <laughs> Listen, girl, you mentioned those shorts, okay? I've retired all those three-inch shorts because the, the shorts are not it. They just, like, roll and... I found some cute six inch shorts on Amazon with pockets on the side. Oh, I think I've been seeing a lot of these be shared. I'm going to have to try They are bay. They don't move. They stay in place. I'm like, this is it. I'm done with there's those some, shorts. Yeah. There's some that Roadrunner Sports has sent me from their Corso line. They were like the compression ones, six inch with the, like the mm-hmm. pockets. Oh, they are comfortable. I, I mean, I wear them all the time. If I could wear like them every single day, I probably would. So I'm going to have to go buy me more. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I mean, I love, you know, but yeah, like I said, whenever I made my page, I just kind of wanted a space where I could share things, you know, cause I think mm-hmm. for me, especially in the beginning of my running journey, I didn't know that there was things for like leg shaping. I didn't know, you know, Hey, I have this pain. What should I get? Or, Hey, this shoe doesn't work for me, but everyone else loves it. Is there Mm -hmm. other shoe recommendations, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think for me, that was like kind of my biggest thing, but also just connecting with other runners like me. Like, Mm -hmm. and now look, (laughs) If you had told me in 2017, this would have happened. Like, <laughs> look at you now. Now, speaking of that, like, how is thing? How have things changed for you? Because your platform is growing. Yeah, you know, you're being I mean, exposed to brands. Like, how has that changed? You know, for, for you me, I, I was like, oh, I'm nobody. Like, I just want to just share my run. And then when it started growing, I was like, oh, okay. I don't know what's happening here, but all right. 
Mm-hmm. Um, for me though, you know, I've, I have gotten to work with some brands and it's been really cool. I've gotten some paid partnerships. I didn't realize that just by posting stuff on social media, you can make an income off of it. Mm-hmm. So I have been able to like make a couple hundred here and there and stuff like that off of like brand collaborations. And, um, it's really helped me like be like okay let me learn how to take pictures this way or let me edit stuff this way um and then I just love reels I like making stuff like I just your love reels are funny why <laughs> <laughs> were you your husband came home from work and you were like I'm out of here oh my, yeah. I was crying crying <laughs> every time I'd be like bye <laughs> like that's my window of opportunity right there okay yes yes I love it I love it but yeah, I just, I love creating stuff. I love making stuff. And I just, I just, okay, one minute. <laughs> it was fun. But um, I just, I just love creating stuff. And now it's like, oh, some brands will see it and they'll be like, hey, we want to collaborate with you. And it's just crazy. Like I never would have thought like, you know, cause you see the influencers and stuff and you're just like, oh, I don't fit in with that. Like, that's not me. And then it's like, oh, here I am doing it. And it's like, oh, wow. I never would have imagined. Mm-hmm. So it's always really cool. It's, it's like, I would have never thought. You know like, what? You're, you're carving your own path. Yeah. You know, you're making your own lane. You don't have to be an influencer or follow yeah. these influencers. You're doing you. Yeah. And it's and working. That's what, yeah. And that's what my friend tells me all the time. I mean, she always keeps me grounded. I'm like okay, is this happening? And she's like, yeah, it's happening. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I mean, she, she's always been very supportive. I mean, if I ever make it, make it, she's going to have to be my social media manager. So I ain't got to see these mean comments. Like, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> but no, it's, uh, it's, it's just crazy to think. And I'm very glad for the, you know, what I have gotten. And I do want to hopefully start making more opportunities happen for others. You know, I didn't grow up in the best of circumstances. You know, I shared about this a bit ago, like, you know, we couldn't afford like running shoes for me and stuff like that. So ultimately my goal would be to just try to help kids in my own communities or communities around me and making sure that they can do stuff like running and, or just playing a sport in general. Mm-hmm. That that would probably be my ultimate goal out of social media. If I could make that happen, I would love to. And you know what? The next time you have a brand partnership, ask the brand about that because they have budgets for you know yeah. community service projects, and they love to give away free swag. So yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm gonna have to do that because it's like I would love to make sure, like, hey, you know what? Let's let's take care of other people. Like Mm -hmm. I'm at a place where I'm comfortable, but I want to help others. And if my little platform, once upon a time, my little, (laughs) when I made it (laughs) to now can help Mm -hmm. others, then, Hey, I'm doing something right. I don't want to be one of those that doesn't help others. Like, I'm like, I always say this, like people gave me a platform and I always want to give back to people. Mm -hmm. So that's always my goal. That's why I do giveaways all the time. I'm like, y'all, y'all help me. So let me help you. <laughs> exactly. And that's, you know, you're just building all that good karma. So what you're yeah. aspiring for, it will happen in due time. I, it hope, will so. Happen. I hope so. I would love to. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
But on that note, I want to thank Brandy for being on the <laughs> Runway podcast. It was a pleasure finally meeting you in person, yeah, you. kind of in person, virtually in kind person. Of. And I'm shy this whole time. I'm like, <laughs> you were two girls just chatting, you know, about stuff and just a, a normal conversation. So tell everybody yes. where they can find you on socials. So you can find me at BrainTheRunner underscore on Instagram. I'm on TikTok as BrainTheRunner as well as Twitter. So you can find me anywhere. Uh, I use Instagram more. And I also have a YouTube, but it's kind of, you know, in the in the dumps right now. But <laughs> if you wanna if you wanna follow me on YouTube, uh, it's Brandy Talimony. So I will leave all of Brandy's links down below so you can follow her and Follow her on Instagram because she cracks me up. You know, she's body positive, body conscious, and she's, you know, inclusive, which I love. So, yeah. Thank you again (laughs) for being on the show, Brandy. And thank you. We'll catch y'all in the next one. Yeah. All righty. (laughs) Bye-bye. All right. I want to thank Brandy for appearing on the Runway Podcast. It was such a great time chatting with her, getting to finally meet her virtually, (laughs) kind of in person, but virtually. But um, yeah, it was such a good chat with her. And I hope you learned a little bit more about her and learn to actually be nicer to others, especially when you're online. Just because you don't know someone in real life does not mean that you can say whatever the heck that you want to them online. So (laughs) thank you again for tuning into this episode of the Runway Podcast, and I will catch y'all on the next one. Later. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of The Run Wave. If you are a runner that has a story to tell, feel free to email hello at therunwave.com or shoot me a DM on Instagram at The Run Wave. Don't forget to follow The Run Wave on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We are The Run Wave on all platforms. Subscribe to our email list. It is listed down below in the notes of this show. And subscribe to The Run Wave on YouTube, the visual episode of this show will be posted there.